You are listening to the Raise Your Energy podcast, and this is episode four, Do Less and Achieve More. In the past, I ignored these kind of inspirational phrases because I thought they were BS. But I started to experience the truth behind it this year, and I want to share it with you, how you can make the first step to experience it too. I think we can all do with some less actions in our lives. Stay tuned. running around like headless chickens, piling more and more actions on our to-do list, our to-be list, and our want list. The opportunities for everyone have never been greater. We have the highest standard of living than ever before, and we are not happy, satisfied, or enjoying life to the fullest. Don't get me wrong, most of us are grateful for what we have, and we know how good we have it. But that does not result in feelings of fulfillment and joy to be alive. Well, it was not for me for a long time. Doing more, achieving more and having more does not make us happy in the end. We think it does. That's why we keep striving for more and more. But if you remember back at something you worked for and finally achieved, Were you happy from that point onwards? Was that the goal you needed to achieve and then you were good? Or did you come up with a next goal, a day, a week, or latest a month later? My whole life, I have been somebody always striving for the next thing and never taking more than a moment to celebrate and enjoy the moment of achievement or success. If I look back at how I felt at these moments, it was not real joy or satisfaction. I think I thought I was feeling joy and satisfaction, but I know now that these feelings were masked by my need to always go for the next thing. I was already with my mind on the best next thing. I was kind of a serial employee. I changed companies and jobs quite a lot in the past. And as soon as I would get this next job, I would think about the next one that I could achieve in a few years time, given that I just achieved that one already, right? So that's in the past. Do you feel like that sometimes? Are you somebody that is an overachiever to the detriment that your mind never stops? and lets you celebrate and enjoy life, I will never not be somebody who has goals and wants to achieve things. But I have learned various lessons over the last year, and one of the lessons I want to talk to you about today. But before we dive into that lesson, I want to talk about the consequences. If you keep going like this, for a moment, think long term. Do you want to keep running after the next promotion or the next job for the next 20, 30 years and never really being satisfied with what you already have? After doing it for 20 years, my body, my mind and my spirit got tired. And with this tiredness came crankiness, bad moods and a lot of frustration. 
And all of that without any good reason. Because life is great, right? (laughs) I never felt that I was allowed to talk about me not really feeling happy or having this nagging feeling that something is not quite right. How can I be allowed to complain when I have a great job and a career, earn enough money to have a nice life and go to these beautiful holidays? You should be happy if you have all of that, right? So you better feel like it. That was what my inner voice kept telling me. I kept going for years and years and got more stressed and actually less productive. Not that I knew that I was less productive and working not very clever. When you are in this hamster wheel, it is very hard to get out of it. And a big part of what was holding me back was a fear that I would just ruin everything that I built already. The final straw was my burnout last summer. And even that I see it now as one of the best things that could have ever happened to me, I don't want you to end up at this place or at an even worse one. Take a minute or an hour to consider where you're going and if this is what you truly want for the next decades to come. Hey. And if the answer is yes, please, then feel free to stop listening to this episode. You're all good. (laughs) But if there are some niggling feelings or some doubt, then stay tuned, stay with me for one of my lessons that gave gave me tons of energy back over the last year. And the title of this lesson is The Less I Do, The More I Achieve. The less I do, the more I achieve. I know, it sounds so simple and it kind of is. But for people like us, this is truly difficult. Stop doing something that we're already doing. Not taking on more projects that will help our career. That sounds insane, right? And you might have seen quotes with similar phrase before, do less, be more, and thought to yourself, yeah, right, whatever. This is just marketing BS, and it cannot be true. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I just did it and it clicked for me from one day to another. No, I rather stumbled on this and bit by bit started to understand it and apply it. And actually just looking back at it now, can I see what I did? So I want to share that with you so you can apply it quicker. And this got nothing to do with shying away from responsibilities or just not opening the laptop anymore. Not at all. This one is about letting go. When I came back from my burnout time away from work, I had the opportunity to not take certain tasks back from others who covered it during my absence. I knew I had to change how I work to protect my health. And therefore, I kind of semi-consciously assessed what I should be taking back and be responsible for. And what tasks could I could just stay with the person who were doing it while I was gone for six weeks? That was the first step into 
the right direction. It was a kind of a delegation in an unusual way. But it was more than just delegation. I started to seriously prioritize my time and my energy. I did not try to do it all again, like before, thinking that all of it needs to get done. That way, I was much more focused on one or two important projects, and they started to be more efficient and less problematic. There is a principle called context switching that comes from the area of computing, but it applies pretty much the same for us humans. Context switch is a process of storing the state of a process or a project so that it can be stored and resumed at a later stage. Imagine you're saving a file on your computer and then you're opening another file. The time and energy that is spent on saving that one file and opening, aka restoring the new file, is called contact switching. And the key reason this is bad for us humans is that it takes this additional energy to switch between tasks. It takes time and effort to get into focus of a new task or to pick it up later. Each time we are interrupted mid-task or we even interrupt ourselves, we pay a tax on our time, attention, and that is really pure energy that we are spending on nothing really. So I started prioritizing my work and the work even of my employees. And I always just gave them one singular priority. And I told them that everything else on their to-do list and in their email inbox will just not get done until they have completed what they can for the day or the week on that number one priority. It was truly always one priority. Everything else might have been important. It might needed to get done, but it was not number one. You cannot have more than one number one priority. And I kid you not, what happened with all of the tasks that would usually we do on top of everything else or try to fit it in our days? They just went away. I know this sounds crazy, but that's really what happened. Let me give you some examples. I had this request to implement a new software in connection with our management system. And I told them that I don't have the time to do it for the next six months because I have my own priority. They tried me still to, to get me to do it like two or three more times. They sent me emails, they sent me invites, but then they literally gave up. They left me alone and came back to ask me again six months later. Isn't it interesting that it was a major priority first and then suddenly it was okay for me to do it six months later? Another example that I can give you is that usually in our team, we try to update our management system as many times as possible during a month to make it better, uh, the experience better. And then at the end of the month, we would send out a newsletter with all of these changes to inform everybody about it. 
because we had this other priority number one, we stopped doing these changes. Initially, we were asked again and again when we would get to them. And they were mostly nice to have changes. Yes, they needed to get done, but they were just not number one priority. And that's what we would say to them, that we had to complete the number one priority project. So over one or two months later, they actually stopped asking and chasing us. And six months later, we are now getting to these tasks and these changes. But, you know, the world kept going and nobody died from these changes not happening. But the most important thing is that we completed our priority number one project on time. All of this comes down to the law of attraction or quantum mechanics. If you take your attention off of something, it does not really exist or it stops to be present. Before, I would put my attention on 10 different projects and all of them kept demanding my time and effort because I gave them the energy and I kept them alive. When I stopped giving them my energy and started to behave like they don't exist, they either solved themselves, they moved into a different state where I was just not anymore required to contribute. And quite often, a few projects were even delayed and It was not even due to me pushing them away or saying, I don't have time for it. There were suddenly other reasons why this cannot move ahead or needed to be done maybe three, four, five months later. It was like magic. So in a nutshell, the saying, do less and do it better, or the less I do, the more I achieve, came true for me. I have started working with intent, focusing on the right thing and not on everything. You might feel resistance to try this out for yourself. You might fear that something bad will happen or you might get told off by your boss for not doing something. Start and choose something small, something that you already know is not really your cup of tea. And maybe somebody else should really do it. See it as a game and start practicing to let go. It might feel weird at the beginning and you might want to jump back into the hashtag save it. Just don't. When you come across these feelings where, or these urges where you just want to take control of it again and take it back and just keep doing it, Think about the possibilities that lie in front of you. Imagine having more energy and time in your day. Imagine getting the praise for the job that you decided to actually focus on. If you have any further questions on this topic, let me know. It's quite a lot. And I know this is a difficult topic and something difficult to implement. And at the same time, I know how powerful it is. So send me a message or an email, and I'm happy to cover more on this topic in future episodes. And with that, I love you and leave you. 
I wish you a beautiful day and I talk to you soon. Bye-bye.